Hi, welcome to the Off Five, the podcast where two new friends, you're not helping, oh. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the office. I mean, we're not even new friends anymore. That's I know. Why I just I, said like... it to highlight the difference because we have three people here. Oh, okay. So that was good. We have, we have three friends here. We're three friends talk about the office. W- what's your name? Addie. And what's your name? Laura. What's my name? Nathan. That's the three of us. <laughs> Great. So h- how do you know uh, the office and Addie, Laura? Um. Okay. So Addie and I met in high school. Crazy. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> so, yeah, since so high creepy. school. What a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> it's true. It true. has been a really long, strange trip. Shout and, out John Cleekle. And this is kind of how we bonded. We? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Because of the office. I feel like our, our friendship really blossomed over the office. Yeah. Because we watched we watched like some of the office live together. Yeah, like, like the, the wedding. The wedding and the birth. Yeah. yeah. And we also watched it after a car accident once and it kind of brought <laughs> oh us down. God brought us down we watched it for hours because we were so shook yeah i don't know if you've so ever it kind of ruined the car experience. accident for you <laughs> yeah pretty much it's like i couldn't even enjoy it <laughs> i couldn't even enjoy my the car accident yeah yeah um but yeah we forgot about that so we've been watching Delightful. ben franklin that's the episode season three episode 15 don't quote me on that because I don't remember. But uh, it came out originally in February first, two thousand seven. That's right. This was a great episode. I love this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you're gonna let her get away with that. Um, this was a great episode. I really love this episode. Spoilers <laughs> for the rating. <laughs> can you can you just do Wikipedia? <laughs> oh, okay. This section is called Wikipedia is the best thing ever, where I read a thing that Wikipedia says about the episode in case you don't remember what happened in it, and then you'll remember what happened in it, and then you'll know what, what we're talking about when we talk about it. In this episode, the employees from the office prepare for Phyllis Lappin's wedding. Michael Scott, acting under advice from Todd Packer, instructs Dwight Schrute to hire a stripper for the men and delegates Jim Halpert to hire one for the women. While Dwight hires a stripper, Jim ends up hiring a Ben Franklin impersonator instead. That was a great episode description. Yeah, from the Scholastic, um, what was it? Scholastic Speakers Speakers of of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. That's nice. Yeah, that's right. That was a good move on his part. That is. And you know what? I don't know where else I'm going to put this. So question. Time-wise, there's a scene where Michael goes to the sex store to buy stuff. I don't know what he buys. Yeah, I was going to say, do we know what he buys from the sex store? Because oh, because they kind of showed in the elevator. Yeah, but that like was my a question. Feather thing. Yeah, he's kind of like whipping Ryan jokingly, but yeah, never really comes into play. Mm. Just wondering. No, that's a good question too. Asking for a friend. But <laughs> but what happens is they're at the sex shop. Thanks. Michael and Jim talk on the phone, and mm-hmm. Jim offers him some choices of strippers, and one of them is Benjamin Franklin, and then he picks it. And then when Michael gets back from the sex store, Benjamin Franklin's already on the elevator with him. <laughs> yeah, that was really fast. Immediate. We'll give you th- Benjamin Franklin 30 minutes or it's free. <laughs> <laughs> or even then, that's way fast. That is really <laughs> fast. Ben- yeah. He hadn't even told them which one he wanted and he's beat Michael back to the shop. I guess that's true. Michael was just like laughing for another hour there. That's a great question. That's a good Thank question. Thank you. And actually, I mean- like, just kind of like a 
I was just pointing out a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe he went to the store to get the steaks too. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. You're right. Davis has no mistakes. And then so. maybe he had to run home to get the grill that he grilled his foot on. Yeah, after he that. had to get he the got it foreman. Off. Yeah, and yeah, maybe he had to like clean Re- the grill. While he, was, <laughs> he had to clean the while grill he was at well. his place. He had to remove get the, the foot. foot so he could have been gone for like three hours. For all <laughs> <we know. laughs> okay, that makes sense. Cool, but still. Like, not enough time. I don't know if you've ever, like, work events. Like, there's a speaker. Yeah, it takes a while Kinda to book it. It takes a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. Seems, seems like not enough time. But, yeah. yeah. Even the stripper. They got it that yeah, fast. But I, you could see, like, immediate. some strippers just, like, sitting around. Yeah. And they're, like, like the stripper signal goes up. Yeah. The back hall. It's, like, looks like Batman, but it's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, boobs tasteful cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, like, oh, no, look. And it's then it's like the the fireman's pole. They have to sc- scoot down, but it's actually just a stripper pole. Yeah, mm-hmm. she yeah. just which yeah. is all, the same thing. Which is all the fireman's pole it's just is the same thing. Um, that's a great question. Well, let's do great Scott productions and trivia. Great Scott. This directed by Einhorn. Who's that? I don't remember their first name. I've never heard of them. Uh oh, this is the person who directed the initiation and the summer spinoff we were talking about them oh okay uh, during the initiation episode was written by mindy kaling oh love her uh, says oh she says that she actually acts in the show as customer service representative kelly kapoor citation needed no way it does say citation needed do you have we to believe cite- it we believe it we don't need a citation <laughs> everyone just knows that. that already yeah no citation I love for mindy needed. kaling yeah yeah no love also just want a picture of Catherine at this point her daughter Oh yeah, but respect her privacy at the same time. But just yeah. want it. For Did, is she got a new baby? Oh, a first baby? She, she birthed it. Yeah, and like no one knows this. I really hope it's BJ, but I don't want to pressure her to tell me. But I want to know. You actually can't get a baby from BJ though. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think so. BJ Novak. Oh. BJ Novak. Oh, uh, he plays Ryan Howard, it says here. Citation yes. needed. Citation <laughs> needed. Oh, no. And the episode is the sixth in the series written by Kaling. Okay. The sixth? Yeah. In, this, in the whole series? Oh, I'm kind of surprised by that. In so the whole far. Series. I guess that it's only the third third season. Yeah. I mean, okay. she writes on the other episodes, she, too. Yeah. Writes, you know, some jokes and stuff. True, true. But she's not she writes as... a lot more, I feel like. She doesn't write herself in as much as you'd think she would, you know? I mean, she has a really minor um, role in this episode, so... Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yep, that's right. I think that's all we really have for that. I wanted to mention Andy Daly, who plays Benjamin Franklin, because he is super funny, and he was on a show called Review, which is one of the most hilarious shows I've ever seen. Besides The Office. No. No, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. You know, it's more like a messed up show, but it's review is a show about a guy who reviews life experiences oh. instead of movies or whatever. So it's like a show where he'll do things to, to rate them on a five star scale, like getting divorced or like eating 12 <laughs> pancakes and stuff like that. And then like the show is about him like ruining his life. <laughs> i don't know yeah where is it's not this? on netflix i was it was on comedy central okay i, was I gonna bought say it central. i bought like a, the last season because it was only a few episodes because i couldn't find it anywhere and i never That's saw those funny. but i can't find in general where to watch it when you don't buy it which is what oh, i'd love to do because yeah. i don't want to pay money 
I mean, but to fair. support Andy Daly. Yeah, I, I guess does that does that help him? I'll have I to tweet know. it. Ask if it that helps him. Does this help you this if help I buy you? this? By the way, he's on podcasts and stuff. He's really good. And I was actually always thinking that he would be the best boss for the office, not this character, but that actor. I agree. I think That'd he would be, be way better than Andy. Mm-hmm. But... Although he is Andy in a way. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but, but I think least... day to day he'd be better than Andy. Yeah, for sure. You know, like daily. Daily, Andy. Okay. Daily. Daily. That's it. And there were some deleted scenes. And the only one I really wanted to mention was the one where it was extended, and it explains why mm-hmm. Dwight is questioning Benjamin Franklin while holding a football, even though that doesn't really make sense in the episode. He's just holding a football and chocolate. Well, I think because it makes him look manlier, and it makes him <laughs> be able to kind of punch something in his face and say, "What?" You know. Why do you why do you think this about football? Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I just kick it." And he's like, "No. This is a pigskin." They give him the it's American. Give him the exact right answer. Yeah, I want the answer about this football. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, yeah, that's about it for the um deleted scenes. But let's go into the finer things club where we talk about the things we all like in this episode and we can start with our guest. I like the the callback to the grilled foot when um, Michael is like grilling up the steaks at the bachelor party and they're like, is that the same grill that you grilled your foot on? And he's like, no. And then he's like, yeah, but I got all the, the foot <laughs> off of it. That's like one of my like favorite moments. This episode is actually just really great all around. Like that whole like bachelor party is really fantastic. Like that moment is really great. And then when Stanley <laughs> trying to cut the steak and he like <laughs> breaks the knife or fork the like plastic knife or fork that he's like trying to cut it with and he's just like of course <laughs> like, that is another one of my favorite moments so i love that moment because uh or the one before because you're not even really thinking that there was foot on the grill <laughs> yeah, until he says that I know. so it actually makes it even worse than exactly. if he hadn't said it he could have just said like i cleaned it yeah i know i would have never like oh like did your foot like fall off like did your foot melt onto the grill it's like, like the part like we put like raw chicken on the grill that like little <laughs> yeah. it's gross <laughs> It's so gross. That would be a way more severe burn too. I, feel like. I know, like, whoa, you should have been like hospitalized for that burn. Like, yeah. what happened? That's not the only callback too. Like, um, I love the moment when the the stripper Elizabeth Elizabeth. I should call her by her name. Um, Excuse me, stripper. Um, when Elizabeth compliments angela's poster of the babies that are uh disguised as bandmates uh, in a jazz band in a jazz band source has, of conflict yeah which has yes. been a source of conflict win, 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 and win. has been a christmas present wait a minute and so this is the third episode that that poster has been in wait a minute yeah major cameo i'm sure it said this on the internet but oscar's not in this episode this must have been before the last episode because Donde esta el Oscar? Because you're this, right. Uh, what's her name? Emily Mm-mm. Stripper, whatever. Elizabeth. 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 Elizabeth the Don't proud sex her. worker. Don't disrespect. She went and sat at Oscar's desk. 
Oh. And I oh. bet that she, Angela probably had to take this poster down when Oscar came back. She probably put it back up after oh. conflict resolution because Oscar is gone. But where is Oscar? I think this is supposed to be before, before the, he the comes return. Back. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I think you're absolutely Wait, right. But that, but that can't was be a right. while ago, right? Or? It's just the return was last our episode. last episode. Oh, it was okay. But, but, but how did they did they film this before? But Karen found out that Jim used to have a thing for Pam in traveling salesman and then she found out that she that she yeah. might have feelings for him still in the return and then that's why they're still having the conversations here so it can't be before they must have filmed it before so oscar was still oscar was still filming his other show so he couldn't some, actually be in it there's but, some but plot, plot wise sequen- it takes yeah. place after there's some there's weird, some like, plot, plot sequence loopholes. issues yeah. yeah but with jim and karen it would have to be after but anyway mm. oscar's not there it wouldn't have to be after. I mean, I because so. they could be having these conversations before she asked the question, do you still have feelings for her? So it could have been in between the two, but then yeah. Dwight wouldn't be there. Who? Dwight, the guy oh. that leaves at the end of Traveling Salesman yeah. and comes back at the beginning of the return. The guy. The guy. <laughs> the guy, the guy who, likes, who went to The Stinkles. guy who likes um, Battlestar Galactica. Do you remember him? Mm. Dwight. You remember he's got he wears glasses. Are you familiar with that? Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Okay yeah you're right. Okay well I don't know I mean plot holes I guess they happen. Well anyway that was it's a bummer. A lot of speculation <laughs> it's a, about why it's a Oscar's bummer, not but there. It is what it is. Yeah where is Oscar? He's not there. Donde esta? Maybe he's sick. Maybe he's shopping with Gil. El burro. <laughs> el burro. Maybe he's writing el burro. Maybe he's writing el burro. Ooh Oscar night. <laughs> Oscar night. Um, what else did you like? What What do you have there for Finer Things Club, Nathan? I really love the scene in the sex shop because everything is just blurry. <laughs> like they're blurring out individual products, but like half of the background is blurry, which I think is so funny. Which we don't see very often or at all. Blurring. And I think this would, yeah. And I think this would be definitely, um, this would fall under our category of um we got to make sure that youtube comes oh you're totally this. right because, because this has to it's only be blurred because it's gonna be on tv yeah or you could and think of it as the documentary isn't blurred nbc blurred it and it's another layer yeah exactly although um they have to blur out these like pretty fake looking things because that's like <laughs> michael goes and grabs like a dildo or something like that and then he shows it to ryan and it's like not blurred yeah. and then he puts it back and it's blurred again <laughs> like you it's can like, only it's only blurred if it's, it's far blurred. away. Yeah, it's only blurred if it's on the shelf. Yeah. If it if it comes in the foreground, then it's, okay. it's fair game. Yeah. In the clear. <laughs> in the clear, but beyond that, NBC is like no. You have to remove the foreground. Um I really liked the time frame that the bachelor party was happening, which was from two thirty PM to three fifteen PM. It's the only time Bob um, was available. Yeah. Which is forty five minutes. Seems reasonable for a bachelor party that's happening during the day. Yeah. Um and also a great time. I mean, I always feel like at two thirty PM during a work day I'm like, man, I could really go for a stripper <laughs> or or like a or steak. A <laughs> yeah. Any of those or all three. <laughs> Were they drinking beer down there, too? I don't know. I don't think they were, actually. It's so funny because the implication is that, like, Bob isn't friends with Michael. And he must have been pushing (laughs) for this. And then Bob was like, like, I'm not going to spend a single second of time where I'm not at the office with you. 
right yeah, yeah. So, like none he's like this is my only availability yeah i'm sure bob had his own bachelor party with his actual friends like, oh, none of them sure. are absolutely yeah like, this is just like people at the warehouse there's no real even reason to think that he knows them that well except no. that he was going to buy the warehouse when they were getting shut down yeah but like yeah i mean they're not they're not buddies or anything yeah i think of like exactly like my work availability and i'm like if i have this small window of time like sure maybe like <laughs> sure 2:45 to yeah like 3:15 it's like okay i'll throw <laughs> you, you a bone yeah. like whatever 2:30 to 3:15 was his no thank you portion of bachelor party <laughs> yeah exactly it's like you can have it it's <laughs> fine um i also like when uh dwight calls women the gentler sex ben ben does, yeah, is ben it ben franklin, franklin? yeah he says yeah. they are the gentle oh, sex yeah, he's quite right. a sleazebag that's right that's yeah. right that's yeah. and it's like but it is something dwight would also say it's juxtaposed um next to michael saying something that's kind of sexist maybe calling jan i don't know i feel like ben franklin says they are the gentler sex and then michael's like Hey Jan, I just want to let you know about this. Like, well, it's juxtaposed him giving like advice from Ben Franklin and, excuse me, stripper <laughs> Elizabeth, yeah. when she's like, "Secret secrets are no fun." That's right. Secret it's secrets. That's exactly yeah. Someone. And then Ben Franklin saying, "They are the gentler sex," <laughs> and like basically like don't tell her like yeah you'd say this at all <laughs> and then elizabeth is like don't keep secrets from your girl and so he like tells jan and she's like i'm closer to firing you <laughs> that's, <Yeah>. so <laughs> that's, that's so sweet that's so sweet <laughs> but yeah it is it is a great juxtaposition on like the two different that he gets from strangers that are in the office <laughs> He's random like strangers. why would i go to like oh jim can i get your advice on something like if I'm about to get advice from someone in my office, like, oh, let me just go to it's this, like, true. random person that's, like, passing through. Or, like, oh, my good friend that I sit by. <laughs> like, what would I do? It is true. Michael is always getting... He's always, like, shaping his personality based on, like, Amy Adams who's selling purses or Elizabeth who's, like, presenting a check or something. Yeah. Yeah. He can't, like his own opinions on most things i feel like well i also think it's funny because the uh elizabeth is there and she's working she's like taking calls even though she's at the accounting desk and she doesn't know anything and then With during that time on. she takes a break like she's in the break room <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like well, i'm still getting my breaks <laughs> if i'm working at, at this place <laughs> Yeah, and, and at another Franklin moment, she's up at the reception out. desk too, like yeah. taking another break, just and hanging out with that Pam. She would get fat, get so she fat. <laughs> it's when he's like, they make it kind of seem like she's not working at all. This is just <laughs> how it is in the office. So even if you're just like temporarily working there, or like you got hired to do something there, then you've got like Ben Franklin hitting on Pam, which is what you do. <laughs> totally. And- <laughs> And then taking breaks and talking, wasting time at the front desk, which is what everyone does. Or at least Jim. They both beca- basically became Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she became Jim. <laughs> yeah. She became a hotter version of Jim. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> We've got a staunch supporter of the Jim. Oh. I mean, I don't know if Jim, but like John Krasinski, huge fan. 
It's like saying, I don't know about Ben Franklin, but Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) Big Gordon fan over here. Yeah. Ben Franklin had syphilis. (laughs) Yeah. Ew. But I don't. But Gordon. (laughs) Also, hey, about syphilis, curable and should not be stigmatized. Oh, yeah. Yes. You can cure it. Yeah. You can get it again, but like you can cure it. And also the symptoms that you might be having, those cannot be cured. Mm-hmm. Um, so like rashes, um, it can get into your spinal cord. So before that stage, you should probably get it cured. But, oh, mm-hmm. but not back in Benjamin Franklin's time. No, not curable back probably then. Probably not. But Gordon's time. Definitely curable. <laughs> but he doesn't have it. Right. GTD. But just in case well, you do. Well, he said he didn't have it, but can we see those test results? <laughs> I'd like to see your medical history. <laughs> I'd like to see a full workup before anything <laughs> further happens. When Ben Franklin says that, that's when he's breaking character. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really sad to watch characters get broken like Great that. Great segue. <laughs> to get broken like that. Oh, I had one more finer thing club, which is when they're... <laughs> one more finer thing club. <laughs> that's what we usually... When, uh, so when Jim and Pam are having their conversation in the break room, in the background, you can see hers products. And including one product, which is called Hers Specials, and it's pretzels. <laughs> but it's Hers Specials pretzels. <laughs> Just fun to say. But, you know. That's like the chips that the Karen, chips were, that Karen yeah. requires. Karen was looking for. Yeah, requires. That same brand. And the reason I noticed it is because a lot of time in the break room, all the products are turned backwards, if, unless they're talking oh. about it specifically. Oh. But this time they had like all the Hers right up in front, right by, uh, mm. I think, Pam's face. They received funding from hers. Mm-hmm. Is that H-E-R-R? H-E-R-R apostrophe S. I'm with hers. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag I'm, I'm with, with hers. hers. But Which now- is hard to do because there's two apostrophes with hashtag I'm with hers. And then, you know, you lose a lot of followers when you put the hashtag. I mean, when you put the apostrophe in there. I didn't know that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, should we talk about the cold open? Yes. Crack open mm-hmm. a cold open. Let's, uh, so just quickly, what happens in the cold open? It starts with a video within the show. Mm-hmm. We're going right into Michael's video that he's making for his son to tell mm-hmm. him about mm-hmm. life the in dealio. the case of his death. The dealio of life. <laughs> the dealio of life. Um, It's an interesting perspective because you're getting... Dwight's um, filmography on top of the like documentary style. Um, His cinematography. Cinematography, yeah. So it's kind of like disturbing. <laughs> disturbing, <laughs> yes. Um, from above, like yeah. kind of like it is really not showing a flattering angle. It's not a good angle. Yeah, no. um, above what? Above his head, just yeah, like, pointed down at him. Yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't bring out Steve Carell's best angles. Well, and he starts it with "Hello, son," and then like <laughs> Dwight keeps like interjecting with like questions like, "How do you know it's gonna be boy?" And I understand <laughs> that if you're worried about your kid dying, you might want to give them a message. Yeah, but you can pretty much be sure that if you you don't have not gotten anyone pregnant, then this is not a problem <laughs> yet. Like, <laughs> you're not going to die and then have a son after you die. <laughs> yeah. So you could just do the video after you have a son or something, or you know at least at least think there might be a son in the future 
but it's one of michael's best character traits like where he talks about how he wants to have grandkids and stuff like that and he's not dating anyone I would have already. I would have already. Yeah. Yeah. I got a couple, couple of my own. I want to have some. I would have already wanted to have kids by now. (laughs) It's like, wait, what? (laughs) It reminds me of that movie Creep. Have you uh, ever seen that? Um, You should watch it, man. It's like a, it's a horror movie, and he's like making a video for his son. But uh, once you get to the end, you realize he doesn't have a son, and it's actually just like he's trying to kill someone oh. <laughs> what? what yeah it's really it's it's mark duplass is the duplass brothers can i watch this on netflix mm-hmm. is it yeah. new ish it's like within oh. the last yeah. like 10 years or if it's so. mark duplass can't be that old yeah okay um i like when he yeah. says the nastiest shock when he was cleaning out his yeah. toaster and then he says <laughs> and when i finally came to <laughs> <laughs> And then he's only got two advice things. He's what are only they? got two things. Taking off a One, woman's bra. <laughs> and jump starting a car. Stick these and wherever. <laughs> and I mean, the thing is that I do check the internet every time I'm jumping in a car because I want to make sure that I'm not going to, you know, shock myself and then have to come to. Yeah. But... You shouldn't watch this video. Yeah, can you but imagine? But if you do, at least you have Dwight's warning where he's saying, just shaking his head. Yeah. If you're like Michael Scott's son and you are like trying to start your car, you're like on the side of a road and you're just like, oh, <laughs> dad my left dad me left me a video. video. Let me pull it up really fast. <laughs> and it's just him stick like, this stick this wherever. And then your dad's like weirdo friend turns the camera to himself and he's just shaking his head no. <laughs> You're like, like, what do I do? Let me just look it up. Let me Google it really fast. Like your friend's like, all right. That's or you're when you like, realize, yeah. Whatever. You're like, I have a date tonight. Let me just watch this video. My dad left me <laughs> how to open a bra. A woman's bra. You're watching it at the same time. Oh, I, I saw a meme like that. That was like when you watch, it was like when you look up YouTube tutorials and it has someone like with with like a girl and the laying down in her bra and then the, the video of of Dwight doing uh, Michael doing it with Dwight next to the pillow. That's fantastic. <laughs> Just twist it until something breaks. I know, but they, like even in the video, he doesn't get it off and he doesn't jumpstart the car. Correct. But in the deleted scene, he says, "There's 200 things a man needs to know." Because I have this book that's 99 things every man needs to know. And then this other book that's 101 things every man needs to know. But to make this video, instead of just leaving him the books, (laughs) when he clearly didn't read them anyway. Uh, Imagine if you use that tutorial to take your own bra off. And you're just like, I just break every bra I own. (laughs) Just like, uh, they're just disposable. He still says, thanks, Pam. Yeah. And, then and then Dwight, Dwight looks back, look back at over it. the shoulder, look back at it. I feel like Dwight should have looked over his shoulder and then shaken his head slowly. Like, no, not him. It's so good though, because you can tell. It's great. Um, you can tell when Dwight is filming or like when he's filming it versus the documentary crew because it's just so much better quality. So good. When the when the crew's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about references with Kevin's anyway. chilies section. Um, the Prima Nocta yep. is a good reference. Have you seen to, Braveheart? I've never Braveheart. seen Braveheart. No, I haven't. Is that Mel Gibson? 
Yeah, I don't think, I think people watch that Gibson, movie anymore. But I've never seen it. Because there was a time where it seemed like everyone had seen that movie. And now it's like, if you didn't see it by then, you're probably not going to see it. Yeah, like, because he's like, he's kind of racist at this point. Well, but, kind of. It's an understatement. <laughs> but also, <laughs> just like, it's like one of those movies that's like of its time, I think. Yeah. Like you, like, if, Anyway, I didn't see it. I mean, Braveheart, when I think Braveheart, I just think of Daryl. In another office episode, when he's like, "You Braveheart, man," oh, and then Michael, right. and he's like, "I Braveheart." That's my favorite episode. Actually, that is your when favorite episode. When yeah. he's on the roof, when yeah. he's on the roof, yeah. and he's like, "I Braveheart, man," and he's like, you "So that's Prima Nocta, and also Prima Nocta, and also the movie Braveheart. Mm-hmm. Two for yeah, two for two for one. But I do love Jim, like after when he says prima nocta and he's in his face to the his camera face. and then when he's like and confirmed on wikipedia like. <laughs> but that's a funny one uh they cut to jim and he's explaining it to the camera yeah but then it cuts back and someone also had must have said it at the moment because yeah. they're responding to like someone having had said it <laughs> yes. but we don't know if it was jim or like someone else said hey that's not what that is well in the deleted scene is like pretty awkward too because michael is like explaining it further <laughs> oh, and right. then it's just like pretty uncomfortable <laughs> especially because it's deflowering phyllis yes <laughs> yeah which we all know that they go just to call her Michael easy writer there's no, no flower there no flower to deflower no flower to michael deflower. just doesn't is not attracted to phyllis He's although he does say at one point that giving her a hug the only also gives her a, him, a, him boner. a boner. Yeah. The only worry that he has is getting the boner. <laughs> There's reference to a couple of places. Uh, Scholastic Speakers of Pennsylvania, which we mentioned, and Banana Slings. <laughs> is that a place? <laughs> Probably not. It's like a male strip club in this show, but I don't think it's... Oh. It's a great name. If it's not taken, maybe, it's maybe not you should taken. take it. Um, I have a deep cut. Okay. It's... um. Elizabeth's razor phone, razor flip right. phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's was, going like, on in that scene? The really cool pink razor phone. Yeah, yeah. She's on the phone, and Michael comes up to talk to her, and she <laughs> leaves the phone up, but she just talks to Michael. It's like, was she checking her voicemails or something? Yeah, that is a good question. Because she puts it down really slowly later, but I hope yeah. she wasn't in the middle of a phone call. Because the nowadays, boss just came in. You would just like be on Instagram on your phone, and yeah. it's like, what was she just? Yeah, scrolling through her voicemail or something. <laughs> She'd be reaching out to her Snapchat followers. Yeah. <laughs> Via voicemail. Um, another pop culture reference, Michael's ringtone. What is it? Um, I'm going to need assistance on what it is. It's my humps my by humps. the Black Eyed Peas. It's still That's my what humps? I, thought. I think it's my humps. Yeah. Wow, still? I think so. He does yeah. update that. When does it ring? At the at the sex shop. Oh, when right. When he's like in the aisle with Ryan. It's just like perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good moment for him mm-hmm. to be having my humps as a ringtone. Another pop culture reference is when Elizabeth, the stripper, is pulling up and Dwight and Jim are out there. They're like, Oh, have you ever seen a stripper? He's like, Of course, on alias. It was one of Jennifer Garner's aliases. Yeah, alias. I've never, Garner. never seen that show, alias, but I haven't either. either. But Jennifer Garner, great actress. Uh, in, in what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her in something. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I but oh, fine. I know. A oh, movie oh, with 13 Ellen going Page. on 30. Oh. 
Yes. Oh, Juno. Juno. Yeah, she was good Juno at Juno. Juno in 13 going on 30. And as Ben Affleck's wife. <laughs> well, not she still anymore. Great. They, not anymore. Are they divorced? Yeah. No. Are they? Yeah. I, I heard that they got separated, but they still live in yeah, houses on the same property yes, or something. I feel like that is correct. Which if you have a property big enough They're for the like, both of you to still live on it and not be in contact, that's good. I know. You've like, done pretty well for good, yourself. <laughs> good for you. I mean, they're both like fairly famous actors. So, At like, this point, I would you. have liked to have had a property that both me and my ex-spouse could have lived on at this point in my life. Me and my multiple ex-spouses. Yeah. How about this for a plot of a movie? Um, ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner have to be in uh, the sequel to Daredevil. <laughs> and even though they're divorced now. <laughs> they have to because it's a contract not? yeah why contractual. not <laughs> the, but now the movie isn't a sequel to daredevil or a spin-off but spin-off electra it's a movie about ben affleck and jennifer garner <laughs> being in this movie i would like that if we threw in casey affleck just for the for the giggles. for the drama why yeah not? for the drama <laughs> for the for the accents <laughs> uh there's another song though feel like making love by bad company Ooh yeah dun, dun, dun. Oh yeah. Be like, like making love. And another product, Tide detergent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which Elizabeth smells you like. Smell like Tide. And honestly, I'm really impressed by those collared shirts that can kind of just Yeah, did pop you see open. where the the buttons were? No, but it reminded okay. me of when I, I saw um Cinderella um the oh, Broadway version, like that Rodgers and Hammerstein version cuz she goes from like her maid's outfit to the Cinderella princess outfit, and I've never seen something happen so fast before my eyes. And I had to watch a YouTube video of it because she spins, and then all of a sudden she's in a princess dress. And that's kind of how I felt with Elizabeth. Yeah, no, it was a little less elegant than that. <laughs> You're really painting it in a beautiful way, though. So I don't Thank know you. if I want to take the magic away from you. But you could see, like, the snap buttons on, like, the seams going down, like, her shoulder. And then it was, like, basically, like, half on, half off. She just had to, like, tear it away. It was, like, those tear away, like, pants, pants that the, you had the as, pants as that, a child. Yeah, yeah the and seventh grade. Your dad might slap now. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, a team of Disney animators did it through the technique of called rotoscoping. <laughs> there Rotos- you go. <laughs> <laughs> to so Elizabeth. the magic has been killed. Thank so, you, you all. Sorry, Addy. You might want to leave now. <laughs> actually, she wasn't even wearing a shirt. It was just drawn on, and then they stopped drawing it. So it disappeared. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks. Sit down. For clarifying. Is this what a real lap dance looks like? <laughs> I was kind of wondering that because... It seems like no. I don't know. She's sitting facing away from him and then has like one arm going back towards him. That they, can't that can't be if you're they, giving a lap dance, I feel like you're straddling them facing them. Like I don't know. I've never received a lap dance, so I couldn't. I've never tell received you. a lap dance. Nor, nor have given, I given a one. lap dance. But if I were to give one. It would not be like Elizabeth. You would do it differently. I would do it differently. Well, she is a professional. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> she is a professional. That is true. I'm trying to think of like what. So it should I like take my people... pointers from her? Yeah, Maybe. I'm trying to imagine what it was like when people were getting lap dances in the background of scenes of The Sopranos, <laughs> 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 like while they're talking about mob stuff in the foreground <laughs> or Entourage. <laughs> yeah, entourage. I mean, entourage. have you ever? S- so 
we've got to take with a grain of salt Elizabeth's professionalism because she is the stripper that was available from 2.30 p.m. to 3.15 p.m. on a weekday right away. That's I mean, true. she was there immediately. So at their beck and call. That's the job. Yeah. <laughs> you got out there. You got to speed, speed is, in the car. Yeah, you put yeah. on the siren. Someone needs a stripper. <laughs> yeah, Can I get a police ex- <laughs> escort? <laughs> All right. We need a police escort with this one. Go, go. Here, grab your cassette of Feels Like Making Love. <laughs> your boom box. You've got your boom box? Yeah. Great. So your tearaway top. All right, <laughs> get out there. And then she's like, the both of them are in character, you know, Benjamin Franklin. He's pretending to be Benjamin Franklin. And then she's pretending she's like to be a, a, a businesswoman. Oh, right. Because she's like, is there a business meeting here? Then so oh, she got, yeah, probably yeah. when they called on the phone, they're like, oh, and what's my character? And they're like, you're um, going in for a business meeting, but then you strip. And then she's like, got it. And in the deleted scene, she was wearing like one of those juicy couture, like full like sweatsuits that made me think of. Like a velour. One of our coworkers. A velour. In the is office? That juicy. That juicy. In the office, was she wearing it? Um, no, in the like deleted scene when they were down in the warehouse and like uh, talking to Daryl. Do you remember that? Yeah, she's yeah she was like wearing a like a velour tracksuit. Like, yeah, tracksuit. Oh, yeah. Okay. And like she wasn't wearing like her like business like tearaway top situation. I feel like we're kind of leaning towards our um segment called Fashion Show, Fashion Show, Fashion Show at Lunch. Let's do it. Because that about one's fashion. already done. The other one's done. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got the tearaway suit. We've got the juicy couture velour tracksuit. Very early 2000s. Couture velour. We've got like some kind of hot pink lipstick and sort of a curl um, that's not really relaxed or beachy, I would say. It's more of a prom kind mm-hmm. of look with yeah, her yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What else do we have? We have um, Something that I noted for the fashion section was... One of Karen's looks was that she was wearing like a button down with one of those like vests yeah. over it. Oh, the vest. The vest. That's when Michael's saying maybe you could invest in a dress. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or a skirt if like, you have one. Oof. She looked like she's she's dressed like a, like a better version of Diane Keaton oh. in the 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like if, if it was like modern fits. Yeah. The modern fit Diane Keaton from Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Yeah, yeah that's what it kind of looked like. Mm-hmm. It looks really good on her. I mean, she looks it does. great. Rashida Jones is like beautiful. Yeah, I don't think she needs to invest in a dress to be no, honest. No, she could I think she, wear a paper bag and look. She amazing. should invest in a vest. Invest in a different vest. But I think she probably has a dress too. Michael's just being yeah. sexist because she doesn't wear dresses to work. Doesn't mean she doesn't own one. It's no, true. it's true. It Dwight had a great bright yellow, bright shirt. mustard, bright mustard. I think he's got his I confidence back mustard. now that he's back at the office. You know, he can wear whatever. Yeah, he's he can wear his ties. He can wear his ties. Thank um, God. and then I just wanted to note Benjamin Franklin's wig because not only did it have the the Skull right kind of yeah the kind of like balding areas it also had came down towards the forehead towards the eyebrows mm-hmm. and kind of gave this whole illusion of having 
Yeah, just a nice forehead. Do you agree or disagree that could have been blended better into his skin? I feel skin? like he could have used some mix, uh, makeup at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Instead of well, no makeup I mean, at all. Again, here we go. Here we go again is, you know, you've got to be ready at you've the drop gotten, of the hat. Yeah. It's true. He was fast. Literal. You have, you have 45 minutes to make an impression. Less, less than. You have 45 seconds to get ready. <laughs> we need you shot. there in 15 minutes. You got one shot. Yeah. You listen to Eminem before getting there. Yeah. One shot, one shot only. <laughs> uh, that there was some other fashion was Angela. She's dressed like a white cotton version of Lumiere <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> like it's very angular, goes all the way up. <laughs> and I think it's a good contrast with uh, with Elizabeth. She definitely mm-hmm. got that from the American Girl doll store mm-hmm. yeah for large colonial dolls <laughs> definitely yeah, whatever american doll like was their, their description was like she's a uh conservative religious uh uh young woman that lives in the early 1900s and also she's like really stuck up even for felicity that time. felicity Kristen. Kristen. Kristen or felicity Kristen or felicity for sure correct us listeners yeah yeah but i'm not wrong she's, she's an elizabeth <laughs> She's. Um, Do you think they can make American doll, American girl dolls with like more modern looks? Um, they they have. do. I have a Lindsay Millennium. <laughs> she has a laptop, so she have juicy come couture. At me. <laughs> she's a juicy couture tracksuit and a laptop <laughs> and a razor foot. And uh, she's also a stripper, so she has a body positivity. She, guys, she has a skateboard and a laptop. So. All of her clothes snap away. Honestly, I think her pants do snap off. But that's so. just for practicality. You know what would be really awkward is <laughs> if you of use. snap off your clothes because you're wearing like business clothes, but they're stripper clothes. And then the boss says you have to go back to work. And then you have the scene where you're trying to snap your clothes back together, put them back on because you can't just put it back on like a shirt. You have to like reassemble them. You have, And there's like 20 snaps. <laughs> yeah, just like, like, hold yeah. on. All right, it's gonna be. A and second. you just you watch the video that Dwight and Michael made, but in reverse, so you can know how to snap your bra back together. <laughs> yeah, totally. What other segments do we have? Let's do second drink. Cheers. Cheers. Um, We're all drinking Odell Brewery, but I feel like this is maybe our fourth or fifth drink of the night, so it's not really a second drink. This mm-hmm. is a twenty seventh drink. <laughs> Mine yeah. is the ninetieth drink. You got a 90 shilling tall boy. I got a 90 shilling little boy. <laughs> little boy. I have the Odell IPA. The one with the elephant. Cute. The can has a guy riding, riding an, an elephant, elephant like a yeah. bull. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. That's, that's kind of weird. <laughs> the elephant's like, get off of me. At it. Yeah. The elephant looks rather upset about it. <laughs> the guy. Mm. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Beer. Oh, this is a little upsetting. I didn't look too closely at it. Yeah. Before you chose. Ready to buck convention. <laughs> and that was second drink. Thank you, everyone, for contributing. Thank you. Anyway. Okay. Uh, if you have anything else for we got to make sure YouTube comes down to film this we haven't mentioned yet. We could stick it in that section, but I don't have anything. I would like to mention Karen and Pam's conversation through the blinds. I think the through the blind type of uh, cinematography is really 
relevant and also adds to the storyline because it um it gives you a sense that this is kind of a private conversation between Karen and Pam and it's super awkward because Karen is trying to get a sense of how Pam feels about Jim and I think she's looking for this validation um because they've been up you know for five nights talking about it and Jim has kind of admitted that he already has feelings for Pam and Pam doesn't really give her the validation that she's looking for through the blinds. Well, now let's go to Do We Think the World is Crawling with Phyllis's, where we'll talk about the characters. Uh, let's start with the more minor characters and then we'll move up to the more major characters. Is there anything that's jumped out at you? For- uh, Meredith said, Shut up, Angela, about trying to get <laughs> oh, yeah. um, the stripper. I really like that because that was. She didn't have any other lines in this entire episode, so that was great. Yeah, Shut up, Angela. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. What about Ryan? Um, There's like a point where Kelly is interrogating Ryan if he thought the stripper was hot, which I just really like always appreciate Kelly. Just (laughs) like, I don't know, just really going in deep. Yeah, especially because um, we know that Mindy Kaling wrote this episode, and so yeah. to like write her character as someone who's kind of nitpicking mm-hmm. what Ryan thinks of other women is um, pretty awesome. Yeah, honestly, in terms of in terms of furthering her character uh, as someone who's like jealous, you know, yeah, insecure. And I love Ryan's got it. Like as soon as she says that, he's just like, "Don't do this." Yeah, he's like. Don't do this. You right know what now. you're doing. Like, stop. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not even like it's not even like a fight. He's just yeah. like he's just like I'm gonna keep eating my he chips like and I'm not going to, to participate in this. <laughs> yeah, because and he's right to do that mm-hmm. because because during the stripper scene he just looked horrified at how <laughs> yeah. Michael was behaving. He was like has really nothing to do with this. He's just been kind of dragged along the entire episode, but he knows that any answer he gives to that question other than no is wrong. Yeah, but he, he's not even being. Def- offensive in like an aggressive way no <laughs> not just, at like, all. just like we're we're not doing this yeah but it's it's funny too because we're do we know like were they dating at this time the actors yeah mindy and B- bj somebody does probably them <laughs> okay well i don't know but yeah maybe and uh and then ryan also at the sex shop and he's too cool to to giggle at the sex shop or something <laughs> or something i just love that Michael always drags him along for that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Of course you would. Yeah. Because you got you're in the sex shop, you're seeing Ryan, you're seeing all these images. You're you're seeing Ryan, <laughs> you're seeing out. them again. And pretty soon all you know is you're turned on. <laughs> <laughs> Who took that photo? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh Kevin's got his serious poker glasses back on. Well, he's mm-hmm. wow, Kevin. Game. Kevin always surprises me and how literate he is with the world of poker, gambling in general. That's true, yeah, yeah, gambling in general, and it's always ruined by Michael. But at least he tries. <laughs> the um, shuffling, I think he learned from the 101 things men should know. <laughs> yeah, Michael shuffles cards. How like my. 10 year old cousin would shuffle cards like hi just like takes the cards and just like throws them all yeah everyone's faces when he starts doing that is so funny so good because it's just you can't stop it 
Yeah. So you have to let it happen. Yeah. It is Too what late. it is. <laughs> Uh, Toby's not really in this episode. You might think HR would be involved, but in the deleted scene, we find out Michael sent him home <laughs> to stop <laughs> and him from being And he tried to fight it, but he really didn't. He just wanted to He go just home. went home. And Oscar's gone too for some reason. Stanley has the scene with the stakes. So good. What about Angela? The poster, poster scene. She has to acknowledge that she has something in common with a stripper. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I like when Benjamin Franklin's talking about, about like how he had a girlfriend but but that's you know it's a dark time of life that angela's like nodding like she's she's like learning something it feels like and when she thinks she's drinking like sparkling cider and pam's like i think that's champagne <laughs> she's like this is so good yeah because sparkling she's like a cider little is so tipsy <laughs> sparkling cider is so sweet yeah, I know. It's like, not good. Uh, if I have a taste test between sparkling cider and champagne. Champagne, I I, 100%. I think I can tell the difference. But that's why she thought it was good is because she's probably not used to drinking it. True, true. Does she drink? <laughs> no. We haven't really seen it. Right? I don't yeah, think so. I don't think she does. I don't think we ever really see her drinking. So she might not even know what it tastes like. But she's not like mad. She just pours it out. Spits it out. <laughs> Spits it out. I guess that is kind of mad. So good. And then we have to see Packer. Ugh. Oh, that's right. And, uh, it's, yeah, he's the worst. He's, but he actually kicks the whole episode off, kind of. And I was like mm-hmm. impressed that they Im- included that in the description because n- most of this episode wouldn't have happened if it if it weren't for him ramping it up. In terms of, we wouldn't have been amused by uh, Ben Franklin at all. Right, and he kind of like introduces the point that Michael, who's in his. 40s right i think we can assume has never been to a bachelor party Mm -hmm. which is interesting yeah and of course if packer says that then it's kind of a challenge for michael to create a bachelor party Mm -hmm. so that packer would want to go to yeah he's like oh you gotta go to this like yeah so good and when he guys after says well i have to because um, you know, I I just like broke this pencil in <laughs> of anger of how much I just can't go to it, but oh, maybe I should. Yeah, separate but equal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That means- the, the the definition of separate but equal. We didn't know before then. <laughs> Thanks. Neither Todd did Packer. Michael. <laughs> yeah, learn something new every day. Yeah, Todd Packer during that scene is acting so strange. He's, he's like so he's strange. squirming all over. He's like it's like fear and he's loathing like, in Las Vegas or something. I, I mean, I do breaks the pencil. feel like the only real, um, the only real way to explain Todd Packer's behavior in any episode is that he's on drugs mm-hmm. and mm. like some sort of upper, like cocaine or something. Yeah, I kind of feel like the characters in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas were on drugs. I, you know. That's a good point. I've never really thought about that. If you look at it through that lens, I think that movie makes a lot more sense. That lens. I mm-hmm. like to look at things through the lens of cocaine. <laughs> just Who a, doesn't? Just a, just a small amount. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Todd Becker is calling Jim a queer. You know, like, this episode oh, yeah. isn't that long. I was kind of, like, thinking, like, how long does this Todd Packer scene need to go on for when it like doesn't actually do anything, especially the first part. Mm-hmm. Like he's not even talking to Michael yet. Um, but, but yeah, like, you know, he's doing like, he's 
improving in quotes with like Michael and pretending to kick him. And yeah, like, he does the so strange the scene where he kicks him while he's down. And he says to Karen um, that he can't believe that he's dating that Jim is dating her, and Karen just says under her breath, "That was rude." <laughs> oh yeah, because he's like, she yells, "Shut up!" Yeah, shut up (laughs) yeah he's just like he's one of those people that you know you have the office and it's kind of it's going along just like a stream and there's no real ripples in it but then you just throw a big rock into it and todd packer is that big rock that creates these ripples that creates these situations that creates all of this conflict and then you get to see how the characters respond and I feel like every episode we have that, some sort of rock that's thrown into like the pond that is this really calm and nice office where we can kind of find refuge from our life too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have a rock. And of course, like at the end of it, it's kind of resolved. But Todd Packer, of course, he's that rock, the sexist piece of rock. Well, the problem is, is like Todd Packer's worse than Michael, like we were saying. Yeah. So that's, that is the like he's like the litmus test. Yeah. To and, let you know that like Michael's actually not that bad. And Michael didn't want to throw a bachelor party to have strippers and stuff. All he wanted to do was hang out with guys and like do like some very mild guy things <laughs> for Bob. That's yeah. it. So like Michael this whole problem friends. was like that wasn't because he wanted to do it, which makes it a little bit better at the end when he's like not doing it. Mm-hmm. Y- you could have instead of having Todd Backer maybe had him read it, read it or something. Yeah, but that would not be very good either, like storytelling wise. So I think it's it's good that uh, he was there to start it off, and otherwise it would have just been a boring party. That's what it was gearing up to be. Before that, you can kind of tell it was like they were just gonna like. I don't even know what the what the wedding shower was going to be like. Right. And it's immediately shut down. I mean, Michael can never, even though, you know, Todd Packer is kind of the litmus test, like, Michael never stands up to that amount of sexism, which kind of gives you an idea that, wow, maybe Michael isn't as bad as we thought, mm-hmm. you know? It kind of brings you back down to, like, okay, well, at least he's trying, you know, and We've got a stripper here. He called in a stripper or whatever. But then she takes her shirt off and he's immediately like, oh, I, I'm cheating on my girlfriend. Yeah. And so he's, you know, he's got a more pure heart than you might think, I guess. I mm-hmm. Yeah. He just basically wanted them to have like a kid's like, I don't know, birthday party or something. Down yeah. there. Like, so so that's the only real good reason for having Todd Bagger there. I've only been to two bachelor parties or something. And, I've never been to one. And they were not, there were no strippers. They were both just like, just people having fun. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's unusual at this point to have strippers at like a bachelor you bachelorette mean party. in 2019? Yeah. And Maybe it's not. I don't know. Well, let's talk about Bob Vance because he just says absolutely not <laughs> when it comes up. You mean Bob Vance, Vance of Vance Refrigeration? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that Bob one. Vance. Okay, Vance I was like, I don't know. Who I can't believe I did what that. What Bob Vance are you talking about? I'm sorry. Do we know the same Bob Vance? Well, I didn't say his full name. Okay. I, said, I just said his first name, Bob Vance. <laughs> Last name? Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, his middle name is also Vance Refrigeration. 
Of. Oh, of. Right. That's his middle name. Um, What's your middle initial? I mean, <laughs> to be the star of this bachelor party, he doesn't really have a lot of lines. <laughs> no. He... Some may say close to zero lines. <laughs> yeah. Just, Maybe one. <laughs> just like, nope, not doing that. Because he's a pure Selena. guy, too. You get the feeling. Mm-hmm. And Phyllis is getting married in six weeks. She's all excited. She's excited for the uh, stripper. This might be her only wedding. What a bummer. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, Roy has a pretty funny speech. Mm, oh, Pam's it's art. so desperate. Monologue. It's really sad, to be honest, because, you know, it. it's too little too late. And it's just, it's so over the top. Like, that's not what I find sexy. I find you know Pam's what I art. find sexy? <laughs> so she's an artist, and I respect that. It's like, not when you didn't let her go to the art program at corporate so she could become corporate artist. I mean, it's like him saying that her art was the best art of all the art. He's totally missing mm-hmm. the point. And he's trying hard to to support her, but I don't think he has the mental capacity to understand anything beyond packing boxes into a truck. I'm sorry, but... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she- he might be attractive like yeah. on a very, like, no okay on a very like yeah maybe Uh, maybe objectively he doesn't do it for me either more of a a john krasinski girl over here (laughs) yeah me too yeah fair enough but so roy he just doesn't have any complex feelings it seems like like he's like uh what are the feelings he he thinks things are sexy so then he's saying that the art is sexy but it's it doesn't make any sense you should have said pam is sexy and also she makes art which makes her more creative or something but he can't even do that he can't even put like (laughs) he can't even make that sentence come together yeah he can't even put together a sentence that might infer something from one thought it's just one thought yeah Mm -hmm. and that's like it and it's all stilted and i don't know if this is the way mindy kaling wrote this one but there's a few different scenes that are like that and i think the next one we could probably talk about is between jim and pam when we talk about those characters and pam and karen but like these characters that are not really making any sense the whole time they're talking it's pretty interesting because i don't think we've had any episodes like that where people have just characters we know have just talked kind of not making sense yeah they totally like miss the point with each other yeah it's actually kind of sad i think especially between karen and pam because they had such a good thing going um to kind of make fun of or kind of bond about um, Ben Franklin. And then when they have a moment alone, it's like they totally miss the point of each other. And, you know, Pam has been there before for Jim in um, Karen and Jim's relationship. Like when she suggested that it's okay if Karen moves like down the street Mm-hmm. especially because it's scranton like where else are you gonna move the city <laughs> and the electric city what and <laughs> um you know in this moment i just really wanted them to connect but they didn't and i guess they had to do that in order to kind of like make the plot the jim and pam plot move along mm-hmm. but why why do you have to why do you have to like short out on the karen and pam plot well pam does that thing where she's like answering truthfully i guess 
but then doing it in this weird way where it's like she's not she's like oh yeah yeah oh no and then <laughs> yeah she, oh yeah and she's like yeah oh sorry uh, no i no. thought you said something <laughs> else no yeah you should do this and then and then she's like sorry she's like what so awkward why are you apologizing but it's i was thinking so, about something else it's so fake it's like are oh, you high totally like oh you are dating jim i just sorry i was thinking of something else yeah it's so like weird so weird and when karen asks what was the what was the question before that it was like um are you into jim yeah no i meant no and it's like what are you doing well, i mean it was a weird question kind of she says like you're not still into him are you and then she said yeah yes i'm not still into him could be it you know it, yeah. was, it was vague. yeah that's true she didn't just say the wrong thing it's just that most people would say oh no oh, of course no. not yeah, yeah. Uh, but then she uh you know she does help out jim and karen's relationship too when she suggests for a very long time that jim get more sleep and talking about how sleep is so good that yes. is so awkward too so awkward i get eight hours compared to like six <laughs> maybe she was on drugs this episode. <laughs> she, she seems like she's she's talking so slow she seems like she's like testing out cbd <laughs> <laughs> and like she's not realizing that like actually cbd does have an effect on her i don't know yeah Maybe she only got six hours of sleep last night. I don't know what's going on with her, but... Maybe this is the first time she's ever gotten fewer than eight hours. <laughs> I mean, Could even be. if you do still have feelings for, for Jim, like, and you want to lie about it, just say, like, no, totally, like, that's totally, like, like, come up with something, you know, besides saying, yeah. She didn't... Oh, I was thinking about something else. <laughs> Like, what? She didn't even want to help them in this episode. She just goes in and asks anyway. And then it's like she hears, oh, he's having problems. Well, if you're not getting enough sleep, maybe you should get more sleep. Because sleep's a good. I like sleep. And everyone seems to like sleep a lot. Well, goodbye. (laughs) Like, like maybe she's like saying, hey, Jim, maybe you should prioritize sleep and not uh, keeping this relationship on track. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Probably fall apart a little bit quicker. And she's the involved in the conflict too in this time, you know. Last time, maybe, maybe kind of because Jim is like, Oh, I still like Pam, so maybe I don't want to live too close to Karen. But this time, it is about her. Yeah, I don't know if she knows that. I mean, I think I don't think she does like understand that it's that it's like about her, that he's still, I don't think you don't think she gets it. Yeah. She didn't seem to get much in this episode. <laughs> we, we didn't talk about this, and you got to make sure YouTube come down to film this, but the scene where they're asking about the stripper, she says, redhead or brunette, and then she says, blonde, and it shows both of them looking like... Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Mad dog. That was intense, because, I mean, that was a really intentional, kind of, like, reactionary kind of thing. And it was, like, direct competition that's, like, so under the radar, but not. Mm-hmm. And Jim's trying to be, you know, a good sport about it. He's trying to say, oh, yeah, we're, really, like, trying to work out a relationship. And, like, we've had talks, like, every night, which is great, you know, every night for the past five nights. And you're <laughs> like, okay, Jim, like, yeah, you're being kind of 
gung-ho about a thing that obviously is not cool for you. <laughs> and oh. is obviously like a direct, um, you know, response to him saying that he has feelings for Pam. And Pam seems kind of out of the loop, I guess. But she seems, like you said, out of the loop for a lot of things. Hmm. Well, one time this person was hitting on me a lot this red-haired girl (laughs) and i could tell but i didn't want to say anything and then she was asking what i thought of someone that had red hair and i said oh i only like brunettes then like well we were like friends for a long time after that and so every time we're like friends and she would like she'd be like oh well you know that person but but you'd only like brunettes you know and i was like what <laughs> oh right yeah i only like brunettes right, like, right, 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 <laughs> like i completely forgot it. i said that was that was totally not true i just yeah, 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 yeah. i just said it like like at a party because i wanted her to stop hitting on me <laughs> so then i had to keep Please. remembering that over and over again she'd be like that's so weird that you're dating that person because they're not a brunette and i'd be like right oh, cause oh that's my pff- preference yeah yes it's the only per- kind of person i will date brunette and the- whatever color her hair is never apparently. a redhead <laughs> never <laughs> So anyway, that is like a weird way of like sending a signal to somebody, which it did work in and a way. It, and it's weird that like uh, hair color would determine your preference and that Karen and Pam would care so much about the color of their hair yeah. that that would determine the preference of Jim. Because honestly, Karen and Pam are totally different people. Also, hair color, very fluid. It is very fluid. I, like, I don't even know how I would describe my hair color. Exactly. And because my blonde hair brunette couldn't tell you. Because, like, you could get balayage one moment and then, like, you what know. are you now? Four months later, you're Who back to you? brunette. Who are you? You know? That's what I've heard. <laughs> That's what I've heard. About well, balayage specifically. It's also like Jim's kind of sending this message that's super ambiguous to everyone by t- even taking a preference. Mm-hmm. If Dwight says brunette or redhead, here's what you say. Wait, I don't care. <laughs> How hard is that, yeah, Jim? Right. You don't have to like purposely pick the one yeah. that's not the two people in the room. Also, yeah. Dwight's entire conversation on the phone is just Holden when he's like the no Red, tats, like ruddy cheeks, ruddy cheeks, yeah, thick thighs, so, yeah. Right. I'm like, oh thighs. me, so also <laughs> so creepy, like yeah, so, what the fuck? Someone who can bear my children, <laughs> like yeah. that's his preference. G- gigantic breasts Someone for my children. Someone that can bear my children. The shoot babies. No tats. Shoot babies. No. no tats. High cheekbones. <laughs> yeah, he seems like he's got his list ready to go. Although it's not what Angela is, which he kind of does. So I'm glad that she didn't overhear that because she's like the opposite. Like, I mean, yeah, she has no tats, but she also no like. Tats. Does not have Cats. childbearing hips. No, but she, does she have ruddy cheeks? She has tits. <laughs> no tats. Oh, no tats. tats. No tats. Tats. Okay, that's tats. Cool. Tats. No tats. 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 Of course. Yeah. Well, when Jim says blonde, though, he goes nice. So that's Angela. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Noted. That is noted. That has been noted. Noted in pencil. But Pam's also doing that when she says something's up with Jim. And it kind of highlights that Jim is still sitting in that new chair. He's not where Ryan is. And they still can't look mm-hmm. at each other. Mm-hmm. So we kind of notice that like in the first seasons, Jim and Pam are always looking at each other and they have a good connection. Then he leaves and he's sitting with Karen and Karen's always looking at him and he's not looking at her. And now he's moved and he's kind of looking at Karen because she's at a different desk. But Pam's looking at him and he's not looking at her. 
So it's pretty basic, but that kind of layout of who's pursuing and who's not. And, I mean, to go along with that, there's a moment where Karen comes over and gives him a hug, too, kind of to make a point within Mm -hmm. the office of, like, hey, this is my guy. We've been having a lot of chats, and it's been going pretty well. Mm -hmm. And also, also, Pam says, I've been getting pretty good at reading the back of Jim's neck. But that would only be since he came back. Yeah. Because before that, he she would have just looked at his face. And maybe done an air high five or something like that. Also, Karen's hug is like the behind the back hug. That's true. She's yeah. coming up on him and he doesn't even yeah, do it's anything. It's like a surprise. Like, yeah, he's just like, oh, I'm being embraced he's now. He's like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys received, been on the receiving end of a behind. <laughs> so Noted. Yeah. Just so you know. Well, we've been going forever. But let's just quickly say Michael's thing about the whole reason he's doing this wedding thing is selfish so that people will be excited for his wedding later. (laughs) Like, that's kind of funny. And the rest of it, we pretty much talked about his ethical uh, dilemma that he creates and then Mm -hmm. kind of resolves and and then, you know, talks to Jan about. So he it always comes back to Michael. Like, there's always a wave that's created. Michael has to somehow come up with his like ethical reason for solving it and then all of a sudden he's learned something he although he hasn't well no he <laughs> learned secret secrets hurt someone mm-hmm. there you go yeah that's all you need important to know. life lessons <laughs> and we didn't really talk about dwight but he's basically just a minion in this he's back to his old self like just supporting michael he's, not really he's having finally his own back conflict. from staples <laughs> he's not being annoying or getting I pranked in this episode when it comes here. to uh you never expect you're the murderer like he hasn't been annoying and, no. Uh, so it's cool. It. Maybe like a re-honeymoon since he's back now. I know. I'm glad he's back. Okay. What about the Dundies? Whew. Dundies are hard to give out. Would you um, like to give your Dundee first? So we all have to give them to different do people. Do I have an extra Dundee to give out? I'd like to give it to Laura to give out. Okay. Or does she get her okay. own Dundee to give out? <laughs> so you're not giving one? Oh, you're giving your extra one. Sure, fine. My- that makes How sense. How do you have two Dundies, Abby? Because <laughs> I revoked one from Jim one episode. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> She's stockpiling dundies. <laughs> One episode I was like, okay, Jim, you don't get this anymore. I take it back. Amazing. All right, okay. let me think. I know. I was I've been like trying to think about this while we've been recording. Okay. I know mine. Okay. I'm gonna give mine to Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Because he set up boundaries. Very strict boundaries. Relationships <laughs> are all about boundaries. He said, he's like, this is when I'll have the bachelor party. And then they're like, here's a stripper. Would you like a lap dance? And he's like, nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's that. 45 minutes. He's got a good wedding coming up ahead. He doesn't show. <laughs> he's got, I think he's got a, is... he's remember he sets boundaries with pillows too. <laughs> <her sister. laughs> he's, I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. And I think Vance refrigeration. I'm buying stock. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is the first Dundee that Vance refrigeration has received. Or at least Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration. Who else works at Vance Refrigeration? <laughs> we don't know. Can but I get another name? That secretary, young, uh, yeah, young you know Phyllis. Uh, no, we got we got the two guys, you know, Gene <laughs> Stepinski and Lee Eisenberg. <laughs> Who sometimes right, but also they work for Dunner Mifflin. Oh no, they don't. no no. Vance. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm gonna give my Dundee to Karen, just because I think that she is really forward and asking pam how she's feeling about the whole you know gym thing and that she 
kind of, um, you know, owns her vest mm. look. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So best vest, Dundee. All right. I think I want to give my Dundee. I've been trying to think about this. Um, I'm going to give it to Michael. Is that bad? Shocking. He's never got one before. <laughs> really? No. Oh. It's like half of them. Okay. That's what I th- Okay. That's okay. Okay. Well, what's your rush Um, I just think he's being a good boyfriend. He says it himself, you know. He doesn't want to lie to his girlfriend about getting the lap dance from the stripper. He gets really good advice. He seeks out the advice of others on what he should do with his girlfriend. I don't know. I just feel like Michael has a good showing in this episode. Like he's pretty, pretty funny. He's led astray by Todd Packer, but then he he's reined back in by his moral compass. Okay, is how I feel. I thought one of you would give it to the stripper. <laughs> I was kind of thinking about giving it to Elizabeth, especially because we get a call back from her later on. Yeah, oh, next seasons. time. Next time. Next time. Yeah. yeah. Although, oh yeah. my god, that's gonna be a good episode. That's gonna be a really good one. One of my. That's another one of my favorite episodes. So now let's do the ratings for the episode. Do you have the rating scale? Seven out of seven is... Absolutely, I do. Six is Pretzel Day. Five out of seven, Beach Day. Four out of seven, Alfredo's Alfredo's Pizza Pizza Cafe. Cafe. Three Three out out of seven. seven. A Little Stitious. (laughs) Two out of seven. Garbage the Cat. One out of seven. This just stinks. Zero out of seven. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. 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 <laughs> if if we have to. <laughs> if we have to in season 9. Yeah. Um all right. Okay. Okay. 3, Three two, 2 1 Alfred Beach day. day. Oh my oh, god. Oh yes. I almost went that one. What made you go down to Alfredo? It's just in my heart. Like Laura said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For her Dante. <laughs> because when I was thinking about all the elements I was like beach day but then i was but then i had something that said alfredo's pizza cafe was it the title of the episode yeah maybe let's do beach day though that's i i was feeling that one pretty strongly it was definitely between those two all right beach day because we have to all agree i think beach day yeah so many funny things beach day beach day absolutely it is okay send us the email at the off five podcast at gmail.com go to the finer things club on facebook and the off five podcast uh instagram and give us a review on iTunes. Tell us how Laura did specifically. Oh, God. That's who we want to know about. Because, I mean, we, you get us every week. You only get Laura once in a while. Give yeah, her a, can give I come her a, back? Give her a Karen hug or an iTunes. <laughs> yeah. And if you write us a review, we'll read it on the podcast. So, thanks for being on. Do you have any final words before um, we kill you? Oh, <laughs> wow. I didn't know it was going to come to this. <laughs> But thank you, you for warning me. <laughs> thank you for warning me before it happened. It's only polite. <laughs> um, I just want to say thank you so much. I can really feel God in this Chili's tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot to mention we're in Chili's. Oh yeah, we're in Chili's. <laughs> we're in Chili's, and they really want to sleep because we're two hours. <laughs> Second drink, and we haven't ordered anything. <laughs> good night and good luck. May the odds be ever in your favor. Secrets uh... hurt someone. <laughs>
I feel like when Karen gave that hug to Jim from behind, Pam should have just got up and hugged Karen from behind, <laughs> and then they could have just awkwarded, exploded. I wish you know? that was that a blooper. That would have been better. That would have been <laughs> that way better. Been that would have been such a good blooper. One of those bloopers where like Pam one of the cast up. members messes with one of the other yeah, ones. Yeah, Pam just gets up from her desk and like hugs from behind. <laughs> and then Kevin comes in. Yeah. Kevin would have. Yeah. Uh, that so wouldn't good. have been out of character for Kevin. I need that in my life. 